Hello and welcome to Our Lady of Victory live streaming. Today is Friday, January 22nd. And today we hear from Mark's Gospel, chapter 3, verses 13 through 19. And this is what we hear today. Jesus went up the mountain and summoned those whom he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles, that they might be with him, and he might send them forth to preach. And he gave them authority to drive out demons. He appointed the twelve, Simon, whose name was Peter, James the son of Zebedee, and John the brother of James, whose name was Bergenaris, that is, sons of thunder, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One of my favorite Gospels, of course, because the names, the names of those whom Jesus calls. For our theology and our understanding is one of a God who knows us by name and calls us by name. See, from the very beginning of time, Jesus decided not to remain alone. He wanted and needed company. When he began to introduce the newness that he intended, he did it in and with a group of people. Walking along the Lake of Galilee, he picked up a couple of brothers, and some others decided to follow him as well. Having climbed up that mountain, he selected his permanent group. He chose truly a very mixed bag of people, you might say, a very mixed group. One of the selected ones was Matthew, a tax collector, those who were really looked down upon, considered by many to be truly a traitor to their national cause, an outcast. Another one was Simon the Zealot, a name that meant that he was a fundamentalist, a nationalistic fanatic. They were the two extremes in the politically and religiously polarized society in which Jesus lived. See, in our own society, in our own church, we would call those extremes the left and the right, or conservatives and liberals. Extremes have often divided Christian communities, scattering the church over denominational groups, in fact. They alienate us one from another in the church community to whichever group we identify ourselves as belonging. Sometimes I think truly that perhaps Jesus chose the disciples as he did in order to help show us from the very beginning of his ministry how to deal with these difficulties. We were not all created to think and to dream and to hope identically from one another. We are all uniquely different, and Jesus' group is uniquely different as well. Maybe Jesus truly um, was insisting that 
the most diverse people would be able to live together in his presence. Think of that for a moment. So he chose this very diversified group of people. In his presence, they can live together. Think of our own experiences. Most of us, when we pull people close to us or assembling a group of people as consultants or advisors, oftentimes it's really easy just to pick people who we know think and live and believe exactly as we do, and we leave those other people out. Jesus doesn't. He brings them together. Because I think he wants us to know that if we choose to, you and I can do this together. There's room enough for everyone. Why is it that we're always, always trying to determine who fits in this scale and in this box within these parameters? And if people don't, somehow we decide that they don't belong or they shouldn't be in the group. Jesus seemingly goes purposefully outside of the box, purposely choosing people that he knows others would have never chosen. I remember one of the first nights of novitiate sitting around in the community room and individual brothers offering a bit of their stories, thinking to yourself, well, I know why God called me, but why did God call that person? Or thinking to myself sometimes along the way, oh, Dennis, open your mind, open your heart. Let this person, and let how they believe and what their faith holds true in their own hearts, let them be a part. Let them be in this group. Because that's what Jesus did. And I think that's what Jesus asks of us. Not because it's going to be easy, but because it's going to challenge us to be more than what we think and who we think we can be. So, to me it's obvious from the Gospel that Jesus truly enabled his first group of disciples to be diversified and to worship and to pray together. They were all living and working together with him, complementing each other. And they had a bond and a cooperation that should also be present, I think, among all of us always. Today, ask the Lord for the grace to open your heart. Is there someone who seemingly keeps trying to break into your life, come into your group, maybe even into your family, whom you have been resistant you have tried almost with organization to keep out. Maybe the reason they keep knocking on the door is because it's Jesus who's knocking on the door of your heart. Today, will you let Jesus in? I promise you, I'm going to try that today. Let's pray together. Almighty God and Father, 
Help us to go forth realizing that we preach your words and your gospel to all peoples by our own words and our own actions. Speak to us in our hearts that we might speak a word of hope, a word of healing, a word of welcome to all those who feel alone, afraid, isolated, or left out. Fill us with your grace and with your peace. Amen. May the Lord Jesus bless you today and at every moment of your life, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a great day.